What's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack, and today we're going to be chatting all about building a leadership mindset. We're going to be exploring the mindset shifts necessary to step into a leadership role from any position within any organization, no matter where you're at in life. So, cue up theme song. We'll be right back. The big question is this. How are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome! So glad you guys are still here. Well, so first off, I want to talk a little bit about like building a leadership mindset. What is a leadership mindset? What is the kind of a mindset does it take? Well, first off, let's talk a little bit about mindset. So I do like deep dives and deep studies into mindset. I'm constantly working on like transforming my mindset. You want to know who's like the best person to help you transform your mindset? Are you ready for this? It's a secret. It's a secret. But it's not really a secret because this guy's freaking awesome. I got a book of his. I got several books of his, right? Tony Robbins is like the best mindset coach there is. And I got to tell you, he has so much free stuff out there online between YouTube and everything else. You don't have to pay for it and you transform your mindset. And he'll actually help you become a leader with his mindset coaching. Now, that's not, I'm not telling you to go pay for Tony Robbins coaching. That's not what I'm telling you to do. And don't, don't like, I, I did that a couple years ago. I'm not saying it's not 100% worth it. Probably someday it might be, maybe if he's still doing it, I'll join his um, higher tier of leadership of coaching, but um, I'm not doing it right now. Anyways, I digress. My point is, is there is just a ton of people who are super good at helping you get the right mindset and, and like transform your mindset. But the first thing you got to do in order to transform your mindset is be open to it. There are so many people who aren't actually open to transforming or changing their mindset. They're just stuck in their old ways. They don't want to change. They feel like they're great. They feel like they're awesome. They feel like, ooh, nobody's better than me. And it's like, oh my God, you're an idiot. You're so stupid. You're so closed-minded. You feel like you're perfect the way you are. <laughs> that is like the worst thing you can do for yourself is to feel like you're perfect and you don't need to change. We all need to change. I need to have more energy. I need to have more, more like drive. I need to have more of everything that I lack in. And I'm going to tell you, it's like 820 and I'm down here recording this podcast. It's unreal, right? 820 at night, not in the morning, at night, right? Like I've already had dinner. I'm taking time away from my wife and kids to record this for you guys because I care so much about this that I want to get it done. I want you guys I need to share this. Like, it's on my mind. And I was like, dude, babe, I got to go record this. And she's like, go get it done. Right? That's the right mindset. Go get it done. I'm going to support you. I'm here to help. Okay? So let's talk a little bit about some of the mindset shifts that you got to have to be a leader. So the first one is you got to be open to shifting your mindset. That's the first thing you got to do. And sometimes that's super, super hard. Okay? Now, after you get that mindset, after you get that, after you get that ability to open up your mindset to shifting it, to being a leader, to having the ability to shift and change your mindset, the next thing you gotta do is you gotta have a mindset to have energy. Boom, right? I'm gonna have energy, I'm gonna deliver, I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna have the mindset that I'm gonna give everything I can every second of the day to everywhere that I'm at. If you watch me, you'll find out that unless I'm like dead dog sick, right? Like dead dog sick, like like shouldn't be out of bed, that I've always got a ton of energy and I've always got the ability to deliver on everything. Everybody's like, dude, Dan, how do you have so much energy? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't drink energy drinks. 
I have coffee like once a week now. I'm down to drinking bone broth every other time of the week. I know. You want some good stuff? Start drinking some bone broth. Anyways, uh, I digress. <laughs> I drink a lot of crap. I'm all over the place. I'm all big into supplements right now. Um, but having a mind shift change, mindset change to allow you to be open to new things, right? That's the, that's the first one. Once you get past that, then you can have the mind shift change to, oh, I have lots of energy. And then after that, you get the mindset change of, oh, this doesn't take that much time. And then, then the next one is, ooh, I'm going to lead by example, right? And then, and then, oh, man, not everybody's an idiot. I'm the dumbest person in the room, right? And then you got, then you got the next one, which is super big, which is I'm going to do whatever it takes to be successful. And then, and then you want to know that one key, the one key to successful mindset and leadership, nothing's impossible. If you can accept that one mindset shift, nothing is impossible. You will go so much further than 98% of the people in the world. Napoleon Hill in his book, Outwitting the Devil, which is also over there on my bus. Napoleon Hill was super, super smart. Um, and, and somebody that I would love to sit down with and have dinner with at some point. <laughs> and I might, depending if he's a believer or not. Napoleon Hill believe in God. So maybe I'll get to see him. Maybe he lived a good enough life to get up to heaven. I don't know. I'm not the judge. I'm not the creator. I'm not the maker. I'm not any of that stuff. But I'd love to chat with Napoleon Hill. Well, Napoleon Hill or God, it'd be God. <laughs> but, but at some point, I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with him just to understand a little bit of his, his thinking, right? It would be so amazing because Napoleon Hill wrote How to Think how to think and grow rich. He wrote Outwitting the Devil and they wouldn't even publish Outwitting the Devil. His daughter wouldn't even publish it. It didn't get published until like 2011 or some crap, like almost 80 years after he was dead or 70 years after he was dead. It was like 80 years after he wrote it because it was written in like 1933. So, so it was like, yeah, 80 years after he wrote it, 80, 90 years after he wrote it. I'm not good at math, so I'm not going to lie to you. But like he had such a vision for what mindset needed to be. And he helped shape so many lives and mindset. Even today, he's still shaping lives because of his books. Like it's unreal with the mindset shifts, what he's done. So as a leader, those are some of the things you've got to have. You've got to have the ability to think that nothing is impossible. If you can do that, you're going to go so much further than 98% of the people. Like I was talking about, and I wouldn't really talks about how 2% of the people are driven. 98% of the world is drifters. Drifters drift around aimlessly, just going from point A to point B, and they don't ever have like a true destination. They don't have definiteness of purpose. They don't know where they're going. They're just like, oh, we're going to go over here. Oh, maybe. Oh, this is pretty. Oh, this is shiny. Right? That's what they do. That's what drifters do. And and being of a leadership mindset, I don't think that the true leaders of the world are drifters. I think they're truly driven. And they're the people who go out and change the world. They're the Tony Robbins of the world right? They're the Donald Trumps. Like him or not, he changes the world, right? The dude was has, has been famous and in the news and on TV shows since the 80s. <laughs> we watched Die Hard. Um, Die Hard 3. Die Hard of Vengeance, maybe? I can't remember what it was. It might have been Die Hard of Vengeance. We were watching it the other night with the kids. I know somebody's like, you let the kids watch that? There's bad language in that. I'm like, yeah, the kids hear a lot worse language in real life. I'd rather them hear it in front of me sometimes. Anyways, um, we were watching it and this lady's like, what? I'm not going to date Donald Trump. And it was like 95 when this film was filmed. And I was like, oh, score. And the kids are like, what? Donald Trump was in a 1995 movie? I was like, yeah. He was the dude who gave Macaulay Culkin directions in Home Alone 2. And they were like, oh, we got to go watch Home Alone 2. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. My point is, is when we're talking about building that mindset, 
you've got to have that nothing's impossible mindset because if you feel like things are impossible, it's going to stump you. You're going to get stuck, right? And then the energy mindset, you're like, I've got lots of energy. I'm going to be able to do this. And it doesn't take very long mindset. And I'm going to do it right the first time mindset. All of those are really good things to have as a leader. And also, the, the like the big one, there's another really big one that I think that, that really goes unnoticed. And that's, you know, the one of not having to be the smartest person in the room. And I really want to talk about this for a second because I think a lot of times people get into a leadership role and they feel like because they are a leader, they have to be the smartest person in the room. I have to know all the answers. If I don't know the answer, I'm an idiot. I'm not supposed to be the leader. I'm supposed to know it all. Guess what? One of my people, they send me an email and they're like, hey, you don't have to follow this form unless you travel at least 7,500 miles. And I'm like, well, hello, my good friend, Google. And Google was like, oh, yes, they are 100% right. You don't have to follow this form unless you travel over 7,500 miles within the state, within the year. And it's like, for reals? I never knew that. And I sent him back an email and I was like, oh, you're so smart. Thank you for catching that and letting our customer know about that. You are always looking out to help them, to make them better. And I appreciate what you're doing to make our customers' lives easier. Like that was it. It was all of it. I admitted that I wasn't the smartest person in the room. I didn't come back and go by, no, that's wrong. You're an idiot. Don't do that. Even though I didn't know it was there, right? Like I did a little research. I found out they were right. And I was like, oh, score. Man, you just made my life better and made us look like a rock star, right? Um. Anyways, that's that's like being the dumbest person in the room, trying to be the dumbest person in the room, not having to be the smartest person in the room is something that a lot of people struggle with because that comes a lot with identity and power and authority. They feel like as soon as they get that authority, as soon as they step into that leadership role, they have to be the one who carries the power. They walk in and they have so much crap on their shoulders. They can't do anything. And they walk around and they're just arrogant and stuck up and cocky. Those aren't good leaders. Nobody wants to follow those people. Like, the reason that Superman was such a good superhero was because of the fact that he was relatable and that he was humble. And great leaders have a mindset of being humble. They have humility within them. And we've talked about this time and time again, is it's all about having these different mindsets. And humility is one of those. It's really big in a leader. And in leadership role, that makes it just huge. It makes it just huge for you guys. It makes it huge as a good leader. And so when you're looking for a leader within your company, within your church, within your 4-H group, as a kid, as an adult, whatever, it doesn't matter, within your classroom, you're looking for somebody who has some humility in them, somebody who people naturally gravitate to because they're hum because they're humble, because they're nice, because they're not authoritative, right? Like, it's unreal. Um, <laughs> I'm calling my kids out here, so hopefully they don't get too pissed. They don't listen to this. <laughs> not very often, at least. <laughs> um, I have I have one kid who, away from the house, is the nicest, sweetest person you have ever met in his life. He is so nice. Everybody loves him. I, I remember, I got to tell the story. I remember going to his kindergarten um, parent-teacher conference. Couldn't think of the name for a minute. I remember going to his parent-teacher conference, and this kid was a hellion at home. He was... He was constantly running around, jibber-jabbering all the time. You couldn't get him to shut his mouth. He was just constantly his way, his way, his way, his way, his way. He got to where he was getting a little bossy in, like, kindergarten. And I was like, man, you little kid, I want to smack the crap out of you. You best, like, get better. I'm not, I would never smack my kids without need. Um, <laughs> and, um, and, and 
man, went to this kindergarten parent-teacher conference, and it was the very first conference. He's my oldest kid, went to it. And my wife had been hanging out at school a lot, so she'd seen what was going on, went there, and teachers, oh, I love your son. Oh, he's so good. He, he raises his hand. He never talks out of turn. He's so perfect. I wish all the kids were like him. And we got home, and I was a little upset. Jake could tell I was aggravated. We got in the house, and, and my oldest son, Billy, got out of earshot. And, um, and she looks at me, and she goes, what's your problem? I said, I didn't go to no dang teacher conference to get lied to. That broad just lied to me through her teeth. Our son is not that person she is talking about. I know. Why would she lie to me like that? And Jenna's like, I don't, I don't know, Dan. I, I just don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like it's not true either. And so she started spending more time in the kindergarten class because she got the opportunity to go in there and help someone. And she found out that her son was this model student. And she's like, what the crap? When he gets around other people, he changes into somebody who is a model leader that tells me that he's going to be a great leader in his life but at home he's still a little craphead and he's an authoritative prick like the way he talks to his brothers and sisters and sometimes even me and his mom is like boy i'm gonna smack you i'm gonna smack you so hard you ain't gonna remember yesterday or tomorrow or the next week like i don't understand son <laughs> how can you be so different but that's that leadership mindset he has it and he doesn't realize it he gets in those leadership roles and he's not authoritative. But for some reason at home, he's an authoritative prick to his siblings, right? And it's like, man, use the same tone you use with everybody else here at the house. You're going to get so much further. Be like, hey, do you mind helping me? Hey, would you mind doing this while I do this? Instead of like, hey, go load the dishwasher. Come on, let's load the dishwasher. Get over here. It's like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Who's this kid? <laughs> Anyways, um, I just have to laugh because, you know, some people do change mindsets like that, depending on where they're at. I hope that he picks up that leadership mindset and what he does away from us when he gets away from us all the time. I hope that he's like that constantly whenever he gets married and whenever he, you know, goes to the military or whatever he's going to do. But my, my point with all that was, was not to like throw him under the bus. That's not what that was about. My point with that was, was to say, People can be different in different situations. And so no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, check your situational awareness, number one. And number two, just because you've discounted somebody at home or at church, if you go to work with them, they might have a completely different attitude. Maybe worse, maybe better. I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that question. So, well, I hope you all have enjoyed this. Hope you learned a lot. Hope you're thinking about how you can change your mind shift into mind shift. Oh my gosh. I'm going to shift all over myself here in a second if I don't get my language better. Shift. That was S-H-I-F-T. Shift. I did not curse there, just so you're aware. I said shift, like shift gears. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I hope you're getting your mindset shifted into the I can do anything mindset. Nothing's impossible mindset. Because if I had the thought that something was impossible, I would have never built the house that I live in today while I worked a full-time job with my own two hands and didn't hire any of it out. Off of an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. And multiple people laugh at me when we went to build our house. But hey, that's for another podcast, another time, and another story. If you like this, leave us a five-star review. Enjoy. Share it with some friends. That's the one thing I ask. Share, 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 share. And keep your ears out for my new podcast that's coming up. We're going to continue this one for a little while. Um, as long as y'all keep listening to it, we're going to keep doing it, I think, until I get sick of it. Um, the new podcast we're doing is... D-O-T, decoding D-O-T. Can not remember the name for a second? It's all about D-O-T. We're going to be talking about decoding D-O-T regulations. And uh, yeah, 
I got some fun stuff. I'm going to have to share the intro with you guys after I get all recording going. I'm super excited about it. I talk about some pencil pushers in there and really push some buttons. <laughs> Somebody's not going to let me in here. I get a couple emails. They're like, oh, you should use that. Just like I got emails on this one. Like, oh, you should use that. I got so many messages when I put this out. Like, you should use the word prick. Oh, it makes people do bad stuff. I'm like, ah, good. You didn't like it? Perfect. I got the person I want to listen to my podcast. <laughs> Anyways, if you didn't like this one, I agree you still do it here. Did love it. Share it with some friends. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye.